Well, hello runners. Welcome to the I Run Things podcast, the podcast for the everyday runner in search for that extra bit of motivation to get out there. My name is Susie and I am your host. Today, I bring you Estrella Contreras, also known as Fairy Tale Runner, an Instagram sensation with a running story full of inspiring moments. This was initially filmed for our YouTube channel, which is the reason why that is mentioned at several points during the interview. For more inspiration and interviews with other running personalities like Estrella, don't forget to visit our other social media platforms. The links will be in the show notes below. Without further ado, let's listen to Estrella's running story. thought I'd never run, right? B, I never thought I'd run that distance. And C, it was not even an idea to be running down Main Street, right? Through the castle. I can't run. I can't run that far. I can't do that. You know, it's like a bunch of I can't. And then when it all comes together, it's just like a ball of emotion. Hi, Stella. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm. Thank you for accepting my invite to come and be my guest. I wanted you to introduce yourself for people who may not know who you are. People who sure. maybe subscribe to my channel who may not be familiar with who you are. Sure. So I am Estrella. I uh, I live in San Antonio, Texas, and I am uh, a runner. But I'm an implant in Texas, so I am originally from California. So I grew up in Costa Mesa, California, so Orange County. Um, and I moved over when I was 16. So I've been here since with a little break. I went to DC in 2009 and came back because um, I just, I, I'm a family girl, so I like to be around my family. Um, and being over there with that family was just like really, really tough. So. I moved back and I'm not a runner. I never have had been. I am an asthmatic since birth. Um, oh, wow. So I always got, yeah, so I always got the notes from my mom um, to not run. So when I was 11, one of our, my neighbor friends where we used to live in the apartment complex, um, she passed away from asthma. She was running outside and then she collapsed and she passed away. So my mom, really freaked out so she excused me from PE right. like forever she was like you're not running you're not like your heart can't handle it um I'd be in the ER a few times because my asthma would get so bad I couldn't breathe so there was no running no physical activity for me I didn't really discover running until 2013 and I was like I'm gonna lose weight and it's the cheapest way to do it Right. <laughs> about running. Um, it'll prove to be that it is not the cheapest way. Right. That's right. <laughs> to um, but back then I was like, put shoes on and just get out and run. And I remember I made it, I want to say 0.1 miles. And I was like, <gasps> oh. you know, it was just the worst. I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. So I actually started working out at home. Um, through a work uh, at home workout program because I, I got really self conscious at the gym like just I wasn't about to like Aww. go you know because I had gained um, a lot of weight I actually lost weight in college 
And when I moved in with my husband, I gained weight again and it just got, you know, higher and higher and higher. So I was like, no, like, I don't want to go to the gym. So we started doing an at-home workout program with my older brother and we went half and half on it. And it was like T25 because I tried insanity and it did we didn't click like we just I was gonna say insanity is insanity the name should give you a clue (laughs) yeah I was like it is called insanity for a reason (laughs) yeah you know so we started doing an at-home workout program um and the reason I wanted to start running was because I was on Pinterest one night you know because you're looking up like cheapest way to like those what workouts should I do to lose my belly fat what workouts should I do for this so I found um, the princess run. Like there was a girl in a tutu and the castle was behind her. I was like, oh, what's this? So I clicked on it and it was a blog about um, the Disney princess half. And I was like, oh my gosh, and you get a princess medal? And it's one <laughs> k and a half. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't run 13 miles. Like that's insane. I can barely like run point one. So that's when I went to do my attempt and found out I could do 0.1 miles. So I started working out and it was 25 minutes. I was like, I can do this. And I guess having my brother doing it with me, like on days where I was like, I don't want to do it. Cause we do it after work. He was like, no, we're going to do it. And I was like, fine. You know? And then days he didn't want to do it. I was like, no, you have to do it with me. Like I don't want to get behind on the calendar. And he was like, okay, fine. So we completed it. And after that, I attempted to run. And it actually, I held up for like two miles. I was, <laughs> like, okay. I was like, okay, I can do this. And well, y'all know Princess back then, it's kind of like right now, if you didn't sign up at registration day, like you weren't getting in. So by the time I had enough confidence in myself that I would be able to attempt this, uh, the three races, because I was like, oh my God, three days, like three days of running. Like, I can't do that. Um, 2015 registration was sold out. So it's like, okay, 2016 is my year. Like 2016 is when I'm going to do it. And 2014, I signed up for my first half, which took place in December here in San Antonio. It was a rock and roll run. And I hated it, like, I hated it. I went out for my training run, like, 10 miles, and this was 2014. I went out for my 10 miles, and I shaved. A week before our race, I shaved, like, but, like, my pants had unseamed, and the other seam had just, it was, it was, like, this big. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to do this, you know? So I finished it. I finished my half. I couldn't walk for two days. Like, it hurt so bad. I had ice. I called into work. Like, I could not move <laughs> after 13.1 miles. Like, it just, like, everything was great. I was cramping everywhere. And I even have pictures and I laugh now because I look like a train rolled over me. Like I was just propped up on the couch with ice bags and like, I just, I could not. And I was like, how am I going to do this race? I was like, it's okay. It's okay. I have a full year to prep for it. Um, And the more I ran in 20, I guess 2015, the more confident I got. I'm not a fast runner. Um, I usually, my pace around there was like, 11.50 to 12.30, 
Just it is not slow by any means. Right. I mean, I, I, yeah. plenty of people run at that pace. So like, plenty of people. The more I ran, the little bit, like, I started hitting the tens, but then, like, I felt like my heart wasn't, I don't know, I guess that breathing, and, like, I had my inhaler, um, and I've been doing well, because once I moved to Texas from California, my asthma got a thousand times better, like, I didn't have to go to the ER or anything, so I started using my inhaler on running, and it was, I got the bright idea <laughs> to sign up for a full. I was feeling so confident that I signed up for a pool. So I completed my first half marathon December 2014. And my confidence was so big that I signed up for a full marathon December 2015. Oh my God. Um, I did the same thing though. So I totally understand. <laughs> what? This is awesome, you know? Um, and that's how I signed up for... I guess what would be my first marathon um, before even Disney, even though Disney was the one that started me on that journey. Like I wanted to be sure that I was going to finish those three races. I mean, cause when you go on these group um, Facebook and I wasn't even in part of Facebook, group. I had no idea that run Disney was a thing. Right. So I wasn't part of groups. I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was that I wanted to do princess. I wanted to do Tinkerbell because I wanted that pink coast to coast challenge. Oh and my God, that's so awesome. For that picture, I was like, it's going to happen. Like, I'm going to be in a tutu and it's going to be great. But I was like, but I need to finish. So, to build my confidence up, like, I signed up, I think, what was it, the first five months of 2015, I did a half marathon almost every month. Or oh, wow. Almost every month. And then I had my full so I was running and I was doing great and I did my training runs and I think the farthest I went was 18 miles for my full which is you know when you haven't done the 18 miles they seem like a lot I mean it's a long distance it's a lot it's a lot like anything I mean, <laughs> after 13 seems like a lot so I remember doing 18 and there's a beautiful trail in San Antonio that just it wraps around so straight out it was seven straight back it was seven so it made 14 and then there was a little bit that the trail now it goes apparently out to like 26 miles is what my husband was telling me out and back but I haven't tested it so <laughs> Uh, don't get it in your head I because <laughs> like, I'm going to try and see if I it's know, really 26 I, I don't learn y'all like that's my <laughs> thing I don't learn I do not learn that is what I have learned about myself through this running like running journey I don't learn I am <laughs> because so I went out 18 and I was like okay I feel okay I feel okay well come marathon day like it was I hit my wall at 21. So you know how some people talk about that wall? Mine was 20. I hit it on my first two. I did, you're, what you're talking about is so relatable to my experience. <laughs> 20 mile 21. And it's a smaller race here in San Antonio. So my husband was able to fall, because I was one of the back of the packers. I'm, no shame in being a back of the packer. So Not at I, all back of the pack and I was like I'm still here I'm still going and I ran and I remember he was with me like he was on his bike 
And I started off all cute, right? Layered, because it was chilly that morning. Um, I had my water pack, like my little backpack. And I was ready, I had my little arm things for when it got a little bit like less cold and I still needed like to be warm because it was cold that morning. It was like 40 or 30. Um, but then it got hot, right? Because you're out there for a while. So I remember like walking and walking and running, walking. My feet hurt and my shoes were tight and I could feel like blisters and like your blisters are popping on your blisters type of thing. <laughs> like they're popping and you know they're coming back out again. And I was just, I was like, oh, why did I do this? So my husband, so I have this thing about Coca-Cola. I, ha- I get a huge craving for Coca-Cola when I'm running, like after a certain distance. Like that is like that bubble burning throat. Like, it's I what you need. It's a sugar probably too. Yeah. So I send my husband off to like a little corner store he found while I'm on the, on the route, right? The course. And I'm a back of the packer. So the bulk of the people have already gone on and they're, you know, they're probably close to finishing. He gets me a Coke and I'm at mile 22. And I'm like, I can't, I can't roll. I can't crawl. I can't walk. I can't run anymore. Go get the truck. And he's on his bike and he's like, you're at mile 22. You can't quit now. And I'm like, I'm done. I sat down on a rock and I said, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. It hurts. My feet can't do it anymore. I'm done. And he's like, you're not quitting. You're not quitting. And I was like, yes, I am. I'm quitting. I'm telling you now, go get the truck because I'm about to get on it. I want to go home and I never, ever want to do this again. And he goes, are you sure? And I said, yes, I'm sure. So while we're having this discussion, this older lady, I'm thinking she was in her 80s, has been power walking the entire marathon. She's in the race and she's power walking and she has her rhythm. She's on her pace, kind of like the balloon ladies at Disney. She has her pace. She's in her groove and she's going and she looks at me and she's like, come on, sweetie, you can do this. And I'm there in like disbelief. And I'm like, here is this 80 something year old woman who has been power walking since the beginning. She's at mile 22. She looks like nothing, like she just started walking. And here I am 20 something. And I'm saying I can't. So I was like, fine, I'll make another attempt. I got up and I started going towards the music because it was the rock and roll so I was falsely either it was my my head or it was the biggest blessing I could have had during my marathon but I heard music and I thought it was the finish line that's how like lost I was so I just started going (laughs) and then it's like mile 24 and I'm like gosh darn it finish line and it's mile 24 like what is wrong with this (laughs) it's like well you're at mile 24 now so you You might as well (laughs) I was like so then this older man who has been running and walking like because the lady that motivated me is long gone like she is gone um, and this older man who is also in his 80s is just like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm gonna beat him, right? And I'm like, 
I'm just finding whatever motivation I can grasp to just get through. So I start running and I finally get into the chute. So there's a chute and you can see the finish line, but you're just not quite there. And it was the longest 0.1 miles of my life. So I just start running and there's this um, a younger man, he's probably in his 40s, and he sees me running, and he's like, I was, he was like, yeah, I can do this, like, I guess I was the spark that motivated him, which is, <laughs> because now he's in my finish line photos, right, for that marathon, <laughs> and he's like smiling, and I'm smiling, and now I look back on my pictures, I'm like, no one would have ever known, I was in so much pain, right, that I my come to Jesus talk at mile 22 (laughs) you know and like we finish and like I cross that finish line and I just like break down into tears right because I'm just like oh my god I did it I did it like I'm never doing this again like I can barely walk everything hurts I just want to kick off my shoes I'm hungry and I remember that first marathon I was so hungry like I could have eaten anything I was so hungry (laughs) hungry like I think I like I don't know the milk that they give you like it was gone like I just like like if you hit the wall probably you need that energy you're probably like so depleted that that's your once you're done that's the first thing that comes to your mind it's like I need food I need something because I'm dying here yeah so like it's funny though because by the end of the picture I don't have my pack like my hydration pack I don't have a sweater my husband is carrying everything on his bike because (laughs) everything is heavy everything is like a thousand pounds I'm like this hydration pack is a thousand pounds so I say never again ever well two years later I signed up for my second marathon right and I'm running and I'm in a good groove like 2016 well 2016 so we get to 2016 I flew through princess like I was flying however I didn't know how they worked right because I saw the 16 minute mile pace and I was so afraid that I was gonna get swept because that's all I had seen and heard that I didn't stop I didn't stop for anything because I was so afraid that I would hit mile nine or something and my legs just wouldn't go. I was just so nervous. Right. So I just ran. So I have no character stops for my 5K or my 10K. And I did like three for the half. And it was like the most random character stops. Like I regret so much. So that's what I tell somebody, like people that are doing their first run Disney race. I'm like, Figure if you're a little bit slower and you're worried about getting swept, find the one picture you have to have and stop for it because you will regret it. Like here we are in 2020, right? And I'm still regretting the castle pick I didn't take in 2016, you know, because it's, it's so different running at Disney because you are always with people, whether you are a front of the packer a middle packer or a back of the packer you always have people and people motivate you to keep going because when you empty out like when I was the back of the the packer at the marathon 
it felt lonely and you start to feel like I'm done, which is similar to your training runs, right? You're on your own and you're like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to do 20 miles. This is no. So it felt lonely, but like at Disney, have all these people, especially Princess. That's why Princess holds a place in my heart. Like I know there's other race weekends and I've heard they're better, but Princess just, it was what motivated me to start running. It's what pushed me to find my limits and to overcome that fear that I had with my asthma. Because I wanted it so bad to have those battles, right? To be in that atmosphere to run up Main Street, like to turn that corner and see the castle, like it's just, it's a feeling that you can't really describe, right? Especially coming from someone like, I didn't get the Walt Disney World trips, right? Like I, it was a big expense for our family. So we never went, like we just didn't. So the first time I went to Disney World in 2013 was for my honeymoon with my husband. And living 15 minutes away from Disneyland, I only went like three times. And that was with my godmother. Like my mom hated, hates to this day, hates crowds, hates everything about like, you know, being like <laughs> people. So she, would, she wouldn't take me. And she said it was expensive and she wasn't going to pay money for something she didn't enjoy. So going to Disney World was kind of like that big you know, like, oh my god, I'm here, right, like, I made it to Disney World, and we stayed off property, but I remember being on the monorail, and crossing through Contemporary, and I told my, I looked at my husband, and I said, we're gonna stay here one day, right, and this was 2013, and by 2016, that had all kind of, you know, I'd kind of forgotten, so we booked at, like, um, French Quarter, and we were at French Quarter, and it was just, like, it was amazing to be running because I, A, I thought I'd never run, right? B, I never thought I'd run that distance. And C, it was not even an idea to be running down Main Street, right? Through the castle. And so I, is it a dream come true? It's a dream come true, right? It's like your own little Cinderella story because it's like, I can't run. I can't run that far. I can't do that. You know, it's like a bunch of I can'ts. And then when it all comes together, it's just like a ball of emotion. So I got emotional running down Main Street and like my husband was there. So there's like pictures and video that he took and you can find little, little me because, you know, you're running through the castle. I didn't stop for the picture and I regret that, but I'm glad he has the video. Like he has the little video of little me and Cinderella running down the castle and I'm like looking for him like all these videos I never found Emil like he was everywhere at my races like he was up at 3 a.m with me and I never saw him on the course like he has all these pictures of me and the entire time I'm like (laughs) I never saw him so I ran alone I didn't have friends like run Disney friends to run with I did it alone um and then I go through because it was a one and done that was the deal I'm going to do both races because one's in February, one's in May, and it's going to be a one and done because it's a little bit pricey. Right. So, <laughs> right, so we, do it. we do the races and we're fine. And I finished and crossing that finish line was just like all oh, the emotions, right? I know I'd done a marathon. I know I'd done multiple halves. I'd had a tough half like back in April because it was hot and humid. And 
I was so happy. Like I took a picture at Epcot, which I have that one, like the, you know, the spaceship earth. With the, yeah, the ball, the golf ball. <laughs> golf ball. And I took a picture with um, the carriage and the coachman. They used to be on the course. And then the, the bachelors with the glass slipper. So those are my three character picks from like 2016. And that's because they were towards the end and they had a short line because I was freaking out. And now I look back at it and I'm like, I finished in like 247. I had more than enough time. You had more than time. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I wasn't even in the last corral. Like I no. was up towards the front because the POT I had submitted was an hour and four minutes um, for my 10K. So I was towards the front. Like I had a higher cur- and I had plenty of time. But I was So like, you have an hour from four in the, in the 10K? That's a really good time. Yeah. Wow. So you're not slow, girlfriend, at all. I, well, <laughs> I had injuries I'm recovering from. I have injuries I'm recovering from um, that have changed that a little bit. But and I've gotten a little older and a little heavier because I was like working out and doing my at-home workouts, and on top of it, I was running like five miles a day like who am I right like it is yeah everything you know everything combined yeah yeah like a 30 minute like cross training workout or cardio workout plus like five miles that I'd go and do after work and like in this heat like it's hot and I was fine like I was like oh you know so that race that I POT'd was actually cloudy and cool so I think that's why like I just Oh, and the second thing was I really wanted to come back home and sleep because we'd been out the night before. Like, that was the only race my husband hasn't been with me on because he was hungover. And we oh got God, that's at, like, so a.m. And I had been drinking as well, which isn't the smartest. And he was like, just don't go. And I'm like, I am not going to miss a race. Like, if I pay for it, I'm I have paid for this. <laughs> I, I drove myself. And I remember thinking, like, as soon as I'm done, I can go home and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> again I don't learn I've been in pain for my last two marathons like I've hated life <laughs> and I'm like you know what let me do dopey this like let me sign up for dopey 2020 because that sounds like a grand idea as we delve deeper into Estrella's running journey, I wanted to remind you that the links to all her social media platforms will be below in the show notes. In this second segment of her interview, she talks to us about an injury she had that sidelined her for a little while uh, and how she brought herself back to running. me to like you know finish um so that is something I always regretted I was like I should have taken a picture with the castle like I had more than enough time so then somebody got FOMO and he act my husband actually ran the Tinkerbell half with me that year the 2016 so he was able to sign up for the Tinkerbell half and we ran through California and he actually started running with me that year 2015 and 
piece of advice for people out there that want to run with their husband, it's not easy. Don't do it. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> it, I want to, so there was a race <laughs> to the river walk. And this man is, he, when he, when I run, it's short little like strides, right? I'm like, bloop, 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 bloop. this man is like a gazelle. Like he looks like he barely hits the ground. Like he is that person that like, when he runs, it's like, when he like bounces off. <laughs> And he's like, he's like <laughs> on the cloud. And here I am, like, you know, right behind him. So I remember we were at like mile 11. He's like, come on, baby. I'm like, if you freaking talk to me one more time, I'm going to push you in the river. <laughs> like, you are going to get pushed into the river. Stop talking to me. And don't tell me I'm almost there because it's only mile 11. <laughs> don't baby me. <laughs> so, knew about him so when we ran and it was a joke at work for the longest time so apparently like when he runs um on my right so if y'all watch like you know my, my videos on my youtube channel he's always on my left the reason for that is and if it, he happens to be on this side in one of my videos you will immediately see him on this side he tends to run this way and i tend to run this way so we tap into each other and it drives me insane <laughs> like i will feel like i'm that runner that like i feel like that little like hair in the back of my neck like i get very irritable the more miles i run so like <laughs> when he get when he get bouncing i'm like stay to my left <laughs> so i told a like my sales director at work and he's like well now we know like when you're pissy, we just have to stay to your left. Like nobody <laughs> you're right. on your right. And I was like, You're right. You should stay on my left. So I remember running in California and we were on Anaheim Boulevard. And this I'm telling you, my husband's the worst person to run with. He has like a smile from ear to ear. And he is high-fiving people. He is, like, touching all the signs. He is prancing. He's hopping. He's everywhere. And you're just kind of like, can you please not? Like, can you please stop being this? Like, and you're over here like, like I'm going to die. This is how I die. Like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> That's so funny. So we finished that race, and he obviously survived because um, he's still here. And he didn't kill him. <laughs> him. So that year, I don't, I didn't sign up for the half in San Antonio. So I think I just kind of like lost that. I guess I lost momentum in 2016. Because um, we came off of that race in May. And I remember being here. And I was like, I was at that point where I was that person that it's just a half. Right? From being the the person that was dreading three miles, I became that person that was like, oh, it's just a half. Like, I don't need a train for it. It's just a half. So I became that annoying person. And I remember sitting at my kitchen table because I was working from home that day. And he was working. He didn't go to work that day. He didn't have work that day because he works independently. So he's out there. And there, I go into the queue for registration for 2017 because it's like June, right? You register for Princess June, July. I don't even remember. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
I'm in, I'm in, like, I can register, right? Because I think it used to be a little different than it is now. So once you were in, it wouldn't kick you out or get sold out. Like, it just blocked your spot. So I was like, I run outside and I'm like, can I please, 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 please do the half? Like, please let me do the half for Princess. And he goes, I thought it was a one and done. And I'm like, oh, I really, really, really want to do it. Please, 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 please. And he's like, fine. So he gives me his card and like, I register for it, right? And I'm like, we're going to have more park days. It's going to be awesome because this last time we didn't even enjoy the park because we were running and waking up so early. And he's like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. So I get comfy. I don't really run. And then 2017 comes around and I'm a little bit heavier, um, but I'm still having the time of my life at Disney. And then I started getting FOMO because I wasn't doing the 5K and the 10K. So I start seeing people at the park with their medals because I'm that person. Like, I will wear my medal because I want everybody to tell me congratulations. Me I'm like, yeah, I did that. Thank you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, so we're at like, I'm like, that was such a cute medal because it was the year that um, Belle was themed. It was Beauty and the Beast themed. So all three medals, or all four, were around Belle. So like the first one was like Chip and, you know, and Mrs. Teacup. I don't remember her name. I don't remember her name, um, but I know it was Chip. And then the middle one was like the little enchanted 10K standard medal. And then in the middle, it had the rose, you know, which symbolizes Belle. And then the half had the little bell with the rose. And that's the first year they changed it from their standard medals that they had had. And then the, the glass slipper, I think it was a pinkish stone. I don't know, but I felt so much FOMO. Like, I was like, I am never doing this again. Like, next year we're doing all three. And my husband was like, I thought you said it was a one and done. I gave <laughs> the exception of the second. And I'm like, well, I just, well, I, this is, I'll just do this race. Like, this will be our trip of the year every year and like we'll get in on Monday because it's President's Day right and we used to get it off for work and I was like and we'll go Monday to Monday and it'll be like our big expense like that's our trip and he's like well fine if you're gonna make me get up so early then I'll run it with you so that's when he decided to join in because then he started having FOMO of the medal and by this time we're still running alone like it's just us right so I did 20 we go through 20 17 and we booked for 2018 and that was the first year he was supposed to run he's supposed to run with me and we booked the contemporary like this is our you went big all in it we're we're full circle now right we went all in we're at the <laughs> contemporary from monday to monday um and we have both are signed up for three races right the challenge and the 5k and it's just cool like we got park hoppers for every day like it is just the trip right and then my brother passed away in 2017 oh so I had signed up for a marathon in December because I was like I really need to get back into running and this is going to motivate me to keep going because I got comfortable with the half and I got comfortable thinking I could wing it even though my pace was slow like I was like I can still finish it like I don't need to go out and run and then he passed November 6th so it was a very sudden um very sudden. We didn't expect it. Like literally talked to him the day before because he was on a job site and he was gone by 12.30 p.m. the next day. I'm so sorry. 
So I didn't want to do anything. Like I stopped training. I think the farthest I got was 14 miles for my marathon. And I said, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. I didn't train for it. I, I can't do it. And a very close friend of mine that actually got me into running back, like she started running with me in 2014, says, I will do the marathon with you, but don't give up. Like, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on things you love. So I said, fine, I'll attempt it, right? Well, that marathon, good Lord, it was <laughs> worse than the first. Like, if that's even a thing. So I'm totally underprepared. I'm totally emotional. Like I have all the feelings. I have all the things going through my head. And it was, so his last gift to me for my birthday was a, a hydration pack that I really, really wanted. So there's a story behind this hydration pack because this hydration pack was $130. And when he ordered it for me, he's like, what does this hydration pack do? Like, does it run for you? Like he made a big stink about this darn hydration. It has pack. wings and you fly. Does <laughs> it like feed you? Does it like, is there a secret company? Like he was making such a big stink. <laughs> that's, that's how we got along about this hydration pack. So, so I put on the hydration pack. Um, some, one of the flowers that we'd put, he was a big Dodger fan, which is, we come from like baseball. So that's the year they went to the World Series and he passed away like a few days after they had lost the World Series. So his whole funeral was like, everybody wore blue, Dodger blue, like a, people didn't wear black. We asked him to wear blue. So it was blue and white. So there was a blue bow, a ribbon. So I just like tied it around my hydration. I don't know why I took that ribbon. Like I just felt like it was like our connection after everything had happened. I took that blue ribbon and I tied it to the hydration pack because it was his last present to me. And I remember like, I got my gear, and I started running. It rained. It was cold in the morning. I got there a little late. It rained. It poured. Um, things weren't working like they were supposed to, like my headphones. I was wet. I was like having blisters, but I didn't hit my wall that time as I just kept walking and I just kept going. And I remember finishing and getting towards the finish and my cousins, I have two, like, I have three that are, like, my siblings. My two girl cousins are at the end with signs. And I just, like, break down crying before I even hit the finish line because it's so emotional. And we, like, embrace in this hug because we're going through this, right? It's not even a month after he passed. And I'm crossing this finish line for the marathon. So I finish, and I was, like, you know, it, it was, I was like, I can do this. I did it. I finished. 2018 comes around and I didn't want to do it, but it was already booked. So I was like, let's just go and do it. I don't know if it was my TA. I think my TA did it, but we ended up in a like $2,000 a night suite at the Contemporary. Oh, wow. Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> dusted, right? We got pixie dusted. So we have this amazing, beautiful trip. But I just, I faded out fast after that. I lost my passion for running. I didn't find passion in things I used to. And it was, I think, my way of going through grief. Right. So I, lo I lost my way. And I think it was more of a, I can't do the things I love to do because I feel guilty for enjoying them, right? 
it's things that make me smile. It's things that make me happy. And when you're going through grief, like I felt like guilty for even smiling, right. you know, or losing him. So I think that's, that was my subconscious reasoning. So I just stopped running altogether. <laughs> and I think the princess was the last race I did in 2018. So I didn't run again. Like I have very few running miles. So by 2019, when it came around, I was ready to shake it off, right? I registered for Princess in 2019. We both did. And I booked um, another race in January because I like the cupcake medal. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say it. I am totally all about the bling. Sorry. Like if I see a cute medal... I am in that race for the kids. I am too. Sometimes I don't register for a race. And then when I see the medal at the end, people with the medal is like, why didn't I run this? This is like a really cool medal. Or the t-shirt. You see the t-shirt and it's like, oh my God, that t-shirt. <laughs> it was not even that expensive. You, no, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> you create all sorts of, yeah. Excuses in your That's head. Right. So I saw this medal and it's little cupcakes. So it's like this tower of cupcakes and it is the cutest metal so I signed up for the half even though I know I had run all of 2018 even though I know I'm gonna do the three races I just got comfortable right I got comfortable with my body so I go and do the half in January I almost died um I was so tired <laughs> everything hurt I was so tired and I was like uh-oh like we might not be finishing three races in 2019 right and by this time like I've met people like online and I did my purple hair and it was kind of as a do what you makes you happy now before right. it's late type of thing so people know the like my hair right and they follow on Instagram and they say hello to me on the 2018 course I found like two people that knew me and then I come to 2019 and there's a girl that I've been messaging with and she messages me and she's going to laugh because I don't think I told her this yet, but she sent me like a, she either, I think she video called me on Instagram as I was at the expo for 2019. And I'm like, why is she calling me? Like, so friendly, you know, <laughs> Kristen from running and makeup. So this was back in Oh my God, that's so cool. And I'm like, why? And my husband's like, who is she? And I'm like, I don't know, some girl that follows me on Instagram. I wants to know about the girl. She's going to laugh because I don't think I told her this. So I'm like, it's some girl that follows me on Instagram. And she video called me. She's like, how's the expo? Like, do they have the jerseys? And I'm telling her about the expo. And I'm like, I'm actually going to head out to the parks. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, hopefully I run into you. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, and then 10 K day, I'm running into my corral and there she is with Teresa. Right. And she, I'm like, Hey, and she goes, Hey, you know, and we like hug and say hello. And we're talking and then we're like okay we'll have a great race and she goes off and I go off and then I keep finding her at the parks like she and her family were at uh, Toy Story the lunchbox and we couldn't find a table and we'd ordered food so she was I find her there and she's like oh you want our table like we're done eating and I was like oh yeah sure so I sat down and you know this was I was like oh she's cool like I like her you know and the more we <laughs> ran to each other 
I was like, oh my gosh, like she's really cool. So then I find out she loves a, you know, near me, like we're only like an hour and a half away. And then she announced that she was going to do Goofy. Again, I don't learn. I've been in pain for my last two marathons. Like I've hated life. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Let me do Dopey this. Like, let me sign up for Dopey 2020 because that sounds like a grand idea. <laughs> Fabulous idea. You're so, doing Goofy. I am going to do Dopey. <laughs> yes. You know what? I've always wanted to do Dopey. Like, oh, my God. You know, when I Good first for you, though. I've already done two marathons. I've done the challenge. What's another 26 miles? You can tell her it's your fault. You know, (laughs) I'm like, this is all your fault. Had you not said you were doing goofy, I would have. I would have never. (laughs) Oh, man. We're getting together to get a POT for marathon, like the marathon. And so we started doing races together that year, 2019. So it kind of got me back into that groove. And we, we did Texas Tough. That is the worst. Like, we think marathon was bad. That is, like, Texas Tough is the worst race. But I don't know how I didn't sink in that it was called Texas and Tough. You know, <laughs> it's in the middle of June. Like, the two things know. together yeah, should like, give you a clue. I don't know how that, in my head, made sense that it was going to be a great 10-miler. <laughs> yeah. Like, surprise, surprise, we didn't POT there. Oh, my God. You guys are too funny. <laughs> we meet like Jared from Oxen Spoon, right? And that's where we became friends because we were back at the Packers and we were actually celebrating that we were last in the race. And then this lady with her broken arm is on the other side. I'm like, well, we're not last. And then, <laughs> you know, the lady with the broken arm is actually behind us. So we do the race, we finish, and we keep just communicating, communicating. And I just start meeting all these amazing people right through her and I'm watching her channel and I was like you know what to keep motivated I'm going to start my own channel I'm all gung-ho and I'm ready and I get injured in September oh I remember that so I was running with her um and then my legs started to hurt like my hip flap like around my hip and I had done it was my fault it's my fault um I did a move in yoga that I hadn't warmed up for and I think I something and the running only made it worse because I don't know how to rest like I don't know of any other runner <laughs> you make a, I'm, I'm laughing because it's like, <laughs> like you're like I'm gonna push myself I'm like push beyond myself. my limits like, I got I mean, this I got <laughs> this like I know it's hurting but I'm not injured that doctor doesn't know what he's talking it's about. all in my mind <laughs> they're wrong they're obviously wrong <laughs> they say rest for three weeks I'm gonna POT this half right now I'll show you so I go ahead and do the half, and sure enough, I put myself out. Um, I put myself out, so now I tell people, don't push it. You need to listen to your body, and I know it sucks. It sucks so bad to put yourself out because you feel like you've accomplished so much to only have it end, right? So you're like, I'm going to lose my agility. Like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it, and I pushed myself and I put myself out, so I was actually flying out to Disneyland um, that Tuesday, so this happened Sunday, and I remember I was like, it's gonna pass, I'll go to sleep, and then when I wake up, I'm gonna be fine, well, I wasn't fine, like, I couldn't get off the bed, I was crawling, like, it hurt to crawl because of the movement, like, it hurt to crawl, so, y'all, I almost peed myself because I couldn't get off the bed, like, I couldn't make it to the bathroom, 
So I'm like in tears from the pain. And my husband's like, we get on a plane tomorrow. You need to go see somebody. So I went and saw, like, luckily I got in to see a PT. And he's like, I don't know what you did, but we're going to play it safe. Don't run. Don't do anything. But I had a 5K at Dodger <laughs> Stadium. That's why I was flying out there. I had a 5K at Dodger Stadium that I'd been wanting to do forever. And I'm like, I finally book it. I finally booked the trip. And now I'm injured. Right? So I'm like, and I have to go to Disneyland. So I had booked Oogie Boogie Bash. So lo and behold, like, I got wheelchaired to the gate. <laughs> Let me be on crutches. <laughs> and they wheel me out, right, of the airport. And my mom's like, what happened? Because she had no idea. Um, when I get to her house, <laughs> and she's like, well, you, you need a rest. And I'm like, no, mom, I'm going to Disneyland. I have tickets for Oogie Boogie Bash tonight. So magically, some Disney magic happened, and I was fine. I was fine walking around oh, wow. um, without crutches. Um, it hurt. Sudden movement hurt, but not if I took it easy and careful, like, I was okay. So we did a boogie bash. The next day, it hurt so bad. I had to push out my Disneyland uh, reservation because we went to DCA so I pushed out my D Disneyland reservation <laughs> to the next day because I couldn't move it hurt so I go to Disneyland and magically I'm fine I'm limping but I'm fine but I think the you know those walkways when you get on rides when yeah. it was pulling my leg yeah it was hurting but I made it I made it all day like I made it to Disneyland and then of course because me being stubborn as a person and then as a runner, I go and participate in the 5K because I wanted to do that race and I wanted that medal and I wanted my Dodger medal. And I think I further aggravated. Injured, yeah. Because when we first saw it, my PT was like, it's not that bad, it should go away. Just, you know, and I told him I'm going to Disney, he's like, just take it easy, don't push. Um, but I didn't tell him I was doing a 5k and when we got back there was no improvement it actually got worse and he's like I'm gonna put you like out for like six another six weeks and I'm like I have to start training for dopey like the farthest I've done is 13 miles and dopey's coming up in January he's like you may need to cancel I'm like I am not canceling I refuse to cancel I pay for this <laughs> $600 I am out if I cancel <laughs> we are doing this right and I took off like I took my time off I did I was good and I took my time off that first run oh lord that first run it was a 17 minute mile two miles and it hurt it I had to pull over and like stretch and massage it out because it was so tight and I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to make it. Like, holy poop. I'm not going to make it. And you see all these people lying on the side. Ambulances are going off. People are laying there with, like, IVs up their, you know, up their arm. And I'm just thinking, am I feeling sick? I see Kristen. Like, I saw her little Pluto skirt and her ears. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, she's right there. I can do this. Like... <laughs> As we listen to Estrella tell her story, this portion of the interview 
will walk us through her dopey challenge, how she mastered the distance and how she experienced that whole Walt Disney World weekend with her friends. Also, in this portion of the interview, we will chat a little bit about what we think will happen with Grand Disney races moving forward. And I got sick November. The last week of November, I had a respiratory infection and doctors couldn't figure out what it was. I couldn't breathe. I could barely move. I was using my inhaler constantly. And I was like, why? Why me? <laughs> like, why? Like, I just, you know, and I hired a running coach so she could get me started on because I was like, I don't even know how many miles I'm supposed to do. Like, right. like, I don't even know where to start. So she started me and she worked with me and my PT and we were clearing things back and forth. And she tells me, you should just do the 5K, the 10K and the half. Like, I'm worried for you to attempt the, the full. The marathon, right? Yeah. She's like, that's a lot. That's not a cake in the walk, right? That's not, that's not cake walk. Like, it's, it's right, a right, right. marathon, right? Like, when you're done with your half, you're not even halfway done. And right, right. You still have 26 yeah. too. Yeah. And that's when it sits in and you're like, oh, yeah, right? But I was like, Disney magic, Disney magic, we're going to do this. <laughs> I limped, ran through like eight miles, was my farthest run in December. And I get to Dopey and like every race felt like a challenge, right? Every race that I finished, I was like, oh, good Lord. Like I finished three. Oh, thank goodness I finished six. Oh, yay, I finished 13, right? And during marathon was like when I got to meet Jen Sorensen and Heather Jurgensen and like Karen Blankenship is my coach and I met Gerald Resnick, you know, and we're all hanging out and we're, everybody's like pumped and hyped to get dopey done. And I'm feeling okay. The only thing I was doing was tired which I didn't expect. I felt sleepy, like exhausted. Body was okay. Like drained. Drained. So when we were in that start line that morning, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Like, I don't know if I'm going to finish, but I'm going to try. I didn't even tell my coach because I knew she was going to yell at me. So I didn't tell her I was attempting the fool. So I remember at mile four, I sent my husband off and I said, you go off because I, you've come so far, I don't want to be the reason that you don't finish, because I don't know if I'm going to finish, right? The moment he left, and I was by myself, everything hit, right? Everything hit. It's just me and the road at this point, and like Krista and Teresa had already, I was like, I didn't want to slow them down, because I'd already slowed them down the day before, and they were so kind, and they stayed with me the whole half, right, because they were worried about my hip, and I'm just like, I don't want to ruin this for them. Like, I don't want to be the reason that they don't finish. And then I don't finish. You know, like, if I give up because it hurts so much and then I make them fail, like, I can't, I right. can't do that to them. So everybody went off and it's me by myself and I have my hydration pack. And no kidding, like this marathon more than any others, it was like a personal therapy session with myself. Like it is all mental. Like getting the notifications that the balloon ladies are like 
two miles behind you and you're like shoot that's like 20 minutes of difference like if I stop for 20 like so I was just like I'm just gonna move through no character stops and just go like head down and just go so at contemporary there was like a turnaround right that's going into magic kingdom and I remember I was like in tears by myself I'm this girl crying you know walking through the magic kingdom parking lot and I'm like, I'm not going to finish. They're going to pass me right now. I can't finish. I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm done. And I see Kristen. Like, I saw her little Pluto skirt and her ears. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, she's right there. I can do this. Like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I can catch up to her. Again, you make up stories in your head, y'all. Like, you right, will make right. up. If you've never done a marathon, you will make up stories in your head of things that can that you think are going to happen just to push you through to the next mile like right. kind of like that if I just run to that trash can like I'll be you know and like you keep telling yourself things to like make you keep going and keep going so I saw her and like she was far too far to yell at like to yell you know but I was like she's right there Like, she is right there. I can find her. So I'm, like, running, and I got this spark, and then you walk down Main, like, you run down Main Street, and it's just, you know, and I was like, you know what? I'm stopping for a castle pick. Like, I don't care if I get swept. I'm getting my castle pick. So I stopped (laughs) in my jumpy pick. (laughs) Those runners are stubborn, and I probably shouldn't be kind of testing my limits, but whatever. What else, y'all? Yolo, yolo. I don't have any energy, but in front of the castle, oh, come no, on, I need to jump. <laughs> when you see the race photographers, you're like, <sighs> and then you're like, oh, you know, it's it's totally true. It's absolutely true. So we, I um, I keep running, and I passed mile thirteen or fourteen, and again, it wore off. Right, so I'm like, I'm done. I have thirteen miles to go. And my fuel tank is on empty. And I don't know how I'm going to do this another 13. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. And I feel a hand on my shoulder. And it's Kristen and Teresa. So uh-huh. somehow between them going to the bathroom and stopping for characters, like, I pass them. And then they catch up to me. And it's like, <gasps> you know? So I followed them for another two miles to mile 15 or 16 and then we lost each other again right between all the people but I was like now I'm at mile 16 right so it's like I'm like there was a pace group I put my head down I bumped my music up which I know you shouldn't do but it's just what I needed at that point and I just like went in between the herd of the pacers and I just kept up as much as I could like I just like got in my zone and it wasn't looking up. I wasn't looking at distance because I just wanted to go. So I'm just going, going. My husband's texting me. Poor guy. He probably thought I was dead on the side of the course. She's not texting. I, I didn't have the energy to like take out my phone. It was like in my, my hydration pack and it's inside. So I would have had to lift this arm, go in, pull it out, text. And I'm not really right. good texting and walking or texting I'm not really good at walking as it is without a phone like I trip on things I'm clumsy so 
I was like, dude, that's too much energy. That's like 10% energy too much. So the poor guy probably thinks I'm dead and he's like worried. Because again, this guy's a gazelle. And even though his longest training run was 13 miles, he is flying through the marathon course after I let him go. And I'm moving and I'm going and I go through Animal Kingdom and I'm upset because I can't stop at Everest because I'm like back of the packer. And I'm just going, going, going. And then somewhere... I want to say it was mile 22, we cross each other, and he sees me, and a poor, like, his face lights up, and he's like, <gasps> and I'm like, yeah, I'm alive, like, sorry, I haven't texted you back, but I was dying, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he was like this, like, I think he was looking for me, like, hoping against all odds he'd see me, and then he did, and then he couldn't believe it, because he thought I was dead on the side of the course, <laughs> so... <laughs> he sees me and he smiles and he like waves and I was like you know so I keep going I run out I actually made it so funny story when I was going through Blizzard Beach the bikes came up behind me and I panicked and they were walking with a lady and I remember turning and I was like the balloon ladies I'm about to get swept and like, I was like, but she doesn't have balloons. But in my head, I'm like, what if her balloon popped? Because it's so hot. Like, her balloon probably popped. And it is the balloon lady. And like, I'm about to get wet. <laughs> They're <laughs> incognito. They're just <laughs> like, start, like running and like giving it a last ditch effort. Oh, and man. like, I managed to pass. And then I realized that they have cut the course. So oh, now I remember because they cut the course because it was too hot. Yes. Right. But I thought it was the balloon ladies behind me and that I was at the end of everything. So once we mesh in with everybody, I'm like, oh, thank goodness, because I was about to have a heart attack because I was done. And then you see all these people lying on the side. Ambulances are going off. People are laying there with like IVs up their, you know, up their arm. And I'm just thinking, am I feeling sick? I feel okay, but maybe I'm not. Like, maybe I am sick. And you start questioning, like, how you're right. because you see all these people. Like, people have thrown their shoes off. Like, it is just a madhouse at like mile twenty-two. Get to Hollywood Studios and they're handing out chocolate. I'm like, I don't want anything. I don't want water. I don't want chocolate. I don't want anything. And like, right out of Hollywood Studios, they had a vending machine. So I use my watch to get a coke <laughs> my husband's running this time of he can't get me a coke so i drink my coke and like people are looking at me like really girl like it is 100 degrees out and you're hydrating with a coke and i'm like what else don't judge me i just drink my coke <laughs> you know so we we walk through i'm walking at this point like um you know when we walk through um boardwalk and people are handing out ice which was the best because it's so hot so as soon as I dripped it down my back it was like okay like just go step by step step by step next mile next mile right and at like mile I think we were in what was it it wasn't it's after America like when you're coming out around and there's like a picture coming right and I'm like getting ready and this man like jumps out in front of me and I'm like excuse you like and I have that picture where I was like you know like excuse you me um 
was just like, whatever, dude. Like, I don't have any energy right now. Oh, and then I forgot to mention, by mile 20, I was talking to my brother, right? Like, we were having a, a moment because the, the hydration pack, again, my husband always carries it for me. He's carried it for me the past two marathons, so I haven't ran more than 20 miles in it. It started shaping me. Right. My arm. Because of the sweat, the heat, the, the humidity, the, heat, yeah. the distance. And I start laughing. People must have thought I was crazy by this time, but they were just too tired to notice because everybody was exhausted. And I'm like, it doesn't eat for me. It doesn't fuel for me. And now it's chafing me. Like you would be so like, he, he'd be like, I told you, I told <laughs> you, know? So these are the conversations I'm having. I'm talking to him and I'm like please just get me through like please let me finish like I want to do this oh so badly just for me it's like a milestone for me right like it's gonna help me move on in a to a different phase and for what I've set for myself as I move through this loss of you like yes I'm always gonna miss you but I can do hard things still even though you're not in person so I'm like, please just let me finish. Like, please, I want my medal. I want my hat with the ears. Like, just let me finish. So I'm talking to him. Like, after I had got done having a therapy session with myself, now I'm talking to him the entire time. And we come up on Japan. I think that's where they, or is it China, where they sell the cotton candy? I think that's Japan. Yeah. Cotton candy, so I think. Yeah, so we're coming up there, and I see Kimberly, so Bell 898, and she's like, hey, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm waiting for Jared from Oxen Spoon. She's like, he wants to get cotton candy, and I'm like, can I just walk the end of it with you, because I don't know, like, I know it's less than a mile, but, like, I'm just so tired and defeated. She's like, yeah, of course, you know, and Belle, Belle, I call her Belle, Kimberly, I've followed since, like, 20. 15 I think um on Instagram because we followed each other through running with the cool kids and streaking with the cool kids so I remember I was like she's so pretty she's so cute like you know I just she is yeah I just loved her and I was like she needs to be my best friend like she's just (laughs) you know I met her in person for the first time at marathon weekend and she was there and I was like, well, can I finish with y'all? She's like, yeah. So we finished the marathon and I'm like in tears. I'm in tears and I'm laughing because Jared's cotton candy is no more. <laughs> it's like, it's just a fiasco. So I'm trying to like, la- I'm trying to like, my tears are coming out of emotion, but I can't stop laughing because it just looks, it's, it's, if y'all haven't seen it, like, and y'all go to his channel. Y'all need to see this cotton candy. It looks disgusting. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the picture you were hoping for? And like the looks from the people that were volunteering were just like, ooh, like what is that? <laughs> Can you imagine getting the sugar out of your hands later? Sticky. <laughs> like, he got one of the wet cooling towels and like cleaned his hand up, but it's just hilarious that he crossed with a paper funnel and he has a picture he posted recently a picture on instagram of him with the cotton candy (laughs) there for the live version of it and you see this you see poor jared just like spinning it he's like if i spin it it's gonna help it ain't helping like (laughs) and i'm in tears laughing and then i was in tears crying and we finished and i was like i did it i did it right like it's done 
And I think it was a turning point for me, right? And once again, it was like Disney. And I know it sounds like, oh, it's Disney, but it, it really is. Like it started me as a non-runner asthmatic and it turned me into this person and it brought so many amazing people into my life right? that were sent to me at the right time. Like I keep thinking like, if I didn't know Kristen and I hadn't seen her at that turn point, would I have kept going, right? If I was at mile 13 and I hadn't ran into them and felt her hand on my shoulder, would right. I have finished, right? So it's like, you don't run alone at Disney. And now they are like my closest, you know, best, like my best friends. Like we talk about Disney, we talk about life, like it's just, we're all on in this. And it's like, they had such a positive impact on me when I felt like I was drowning and that that was it for me, they gave me like, even though it was painful and cause I don't learn and I signed up for Dopey, <laughs> I said never again, I did mark my words. I said, never, ever again, will I do this? And I was doing, okay. <laughs> it was amazing. Well, guess what? Now I'm signed up for Dopey 2021. Again, oh I my don't God. learn. I don't learn. I do not learn. And But now you know. I like do. now you have your experience, so now you know. I do. And the reason I signed up for it, so the reason I signed up for Dopey again was because I want to ride Everest. Right? <laughs> and I want to finish. I want to finish with like a beer or something, like a margarita. Like I want to cross the finish line with food. Like, you know, it's like the most random thing. But it's like kept me focused, right? During this quarantine, it's like I have to keep running and I have to get better at it. Um, right. Even though there's no races in the foreseeable year, I just need to keep myself, you know, not retro. Looking to the past, okay. looking forward. Yes. So like we did Princess and it was one of the best trips I've ever had with like friends because running Disney alone is great, but like running with friends is a whole other side of it that you don't, you didn't, you never imagined, right? So like I encourage people now, I'm like, go to meetups, meet people. Like it's, it's great. It's awesome. Like people are kind. Yes, I know there's bad in the world, but you know, once you find your people, like it's amazing. You so, found your tribe. Yes, and, you find your yeah. group, your squad. And um, so we signed up for wine and <laughs> so we're signed up for wine and dine, right? 2020. Um, we'll see if that happens. We're not, you know, we're we're treading lightly because we know the situation, but we're still You can't, busy. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's, yeah. You can't. And I'm signed up for Dopey 2021, and I'm signed up for Princess 2021. So in my mind, I mean, we're going through, I want to say, I, I would like to say that this is the hardest thing hopefully we have to go through in our lives, you know, like this mm -hmm. pandemic situation. I hope we don't have to go through any other hurdle like this. So you're signed up for it. If it happens, it's a bonus, you know, it's right. something that you're like, okay, it might not happen, but if it happens, it's going to be even better you right. know, because you are because that's going to be your race because there's really nothing else going on. <laughs> so it's going to be the one. Especially <laughs> like today, right? Everything canceled. So like. And the good thing day. about, I think the good thing about Disney is that it sounds, it seems like they're planning for um, a, a smaller race. Right. And I think the so, advantage Disney has over other races, and again, it's totally opinion. 
and my speculation. <laughs> but they own their property, right? right? They have to work with city governments and, um, you know, local government to close down streets to to figure out the configuration. Like New York, it goes through so many. Right. Areas it's a completely different. Yeah. In Disney, they could say, okay, this is my property. Mm -hmm. I want to shut down everything to host a Round Disney event. They can do it if they want to. If they want to space it out, they can do that. But and New York City does not have that ability because no. it's a city where 10 city. million people live. Yeah. 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 So if there's any races that happen, it's going to be a Round Disney race. Yeah. Right. And then you have like the staggered park openings, right? So it gives you more time to run through certain parks. Right. And it's the, the capacity is going to be limited anyway. Like if they said, okay, these days we're only going to let 20% of the public in, they can do that if they want to. So, because at this point, I think it would be beneficial for them to host a race. Yes. You know I mean, because there's nothing else that's happening. So if they were able to put together a race successfully, that would be great PR for them. Right. It's kind of like that little flicker of light that some of us are holding on to, right? Like right. Because they're like, I may do this race. It's hope. Right? It's hope. Right. And like we all know when we go through tough times, it's like that glimmer of hope that you need, right? And it's like... Who better than them to inspire, mm -hmm. you know, that hope that you know like all your dream dreams yeah. come true and all that yeah and i think that's what i love I about it happens disney. For you guys. yeah i love that about run disney it's that i think it inspires people like me who think they're not runners right you don't consider yourself a runner you are a runner run. if you run you're a runner yeah it does i mean a mile I, I i believe that a mile is a mile it doesn't matter your speed if you're running you're running you're a runner yeah. I actually once, um, it takes a while for you to realize that you're a runner. I remember once I was running on a trail and there was a family coming on bikes. Um, and the mom who's on the first bike says, guys, there's a runner coming. The first instinct was like, Dun. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I'm the runner. <laughs> It's so weird. But that was the first time I was like, okay, if this family, they don't know me, they think I'm a runner, I must be a runner. <laughs> I'm running. So. Yeah, I think it's a hard concept though, because you, I guess it's kind of like that concept of a runner's body. And I'm like, there is no runner's body. Like, there's all different kinds. And I've seen people pass me. Uh, you were talking about old people. I ran a 5K once where last like i don't know if we were about to cross the finish line this guy passed me and he was 72 years old because i actually checked <laughs> hold on sir <laughs> i was like how old would this guy maybe he looked in his 70s but he really was 50 you know <laughs> no he was 72 and i have the finish line and he's next to me like <laughs> i am like in pain like I have this phase of like, I'm doing this. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you continue running, you can get faster or you can yeah. get stronger. You know, you can 
continue running without getting injured. It, it depends on where you want to take your running. But right. if you run, you're a runner. Mm -hmm. I think it just takes a while for people to realize. And I think that Disney does that welcoming environment where you're surrounded by people that are on that path with you, right? You don't feel right. like the back of the packer. Because I feel like had I, you know, not had the Disney motivation to run, I wouldn't have wanted to do another marathon ever again. Because I was like alone, right? I was in the right. back. And it's like, why are you signing up yourself for a marathon where it's like you're the last 10%? You know, but like at Disney, I finished with so many people, you know, like I was slower than, you know, bulk of the people, but I was still surrounded by people like from all different corrals. And that's when you realize like, it's hard and you're here and you're walking, whether you be walking, running, walk, running, like you're still here. You're still doing that effort, whether you got picked up at mile 20 at 18 you still got 18 miles and you still got 20, you know, right. you're still capable of coming back and like, yeah. And, and Dolby is a huge ordeal. There's many people who would not do it, you know, not even be willing to do it because mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of kilometers in four days. Four so, days. Yeah. And it yeah, takes a special person to even have the desire to do it. So. Or a crazy person to sign up twice after saying never again. <laughs> Kudos to you. Next year is not going to be as hot. So <laughs> it can't be that hot again. Because <laughs> the was cold. Cold, cold, cold. I don't know what's worse. I was like crying in the corral for the 5K because it was so cold and raining. Well, if it's going to be a long race, it's better if it's cold. Because mm -hmm. it always warms up a little bit. That's so. true. Yeah. But if you're doing a half... They say the ideal uh, temperature is 55. That's what they mm -hmm. say. So that's the temperature in which the most people feel the most right. comfortable. Not 92 for America. Yeah. yeah. So I would say 92 is probably too much for anything. <laughs> Unless you're in a pool. <laughs> 92 is a lot to be well, out. Like, <laughs> like I go and run at like. 11 or 12 right and it's hot and he's like why do you run in the hot i'm like because i'm training for a hot marathon okay what like, <laughs> doesn't kill you makes you stronger <laughs> come on get on board if it's cooler than 90 i'll be like flying you know <laughs> that's so awesome well we've been talking for a whopping hour and 20 minutes so I'm going to have to split this. <laughs> oh, God. We just got it. It's all good. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome to have you. And I actually had heard bits and pieces of your story. So it was so awesome to hear the whole thing. Yeah. It's so motivational to, for so many of us to hear your whole story. You can do it. You just have to want to. You can be stubborn like me. <laughs> Careful, something hurts. Checked out. Don't do it. So good. So I'll link all your, um, you know, your channel, your Instagram, everything. Do you have Twitter? You have Twitter too, right? I don't. I don't. Oh, you don't. You're good. Yeah. There's so much happening on Twitter these days. It's better to stay away. Okay. I'll link your um, Instagram and your channel below, and. Thank you so much for, for being my guest. Thank you for sharing with us. Thanks, guys. Thank you for watching. Bye.
have you back here on the podcast very soon. Run fearless, you guys. Ciao. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Remember that all the links will be in the show notes below. And if you're looking for more inspiration and motivation for your runs, check out our channel, our Facebook group. You should be able to find us with the three words, I run things. This was your host, Susie. I hope to have you back here on the podcast very soon. Run fearless, you guys. Ciao.